1: I was having dinner with some old, with an old work colleague last week. Mm-hmm. And it was super interesting because we were kind of like reminiscing about kind of like the old, I don't the know. The good
0: old days? The good old days. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> um,
1: and he worked for us for like, ah, man, he must have worked for us, I don't know, like eight years ago or something. Like, like a good, Like a good while ago, right? Yeah. And it was kind of like a little bit in the, sort of the the heydays. Sure. And um and he kept on referring to tightrope as his family. Mm. He's like, "Oh yeah, it was really hard when I had to leave my family." I was like, "What are you oh. what are you talking about? You left your family?" And he's like, "No, you know, like the tightrope family." And I was like, "Wait. What? Oh. <laughs> like okay. work isn't your family?" <laughs> oh, interesting. Um but then it really got me thinking about this idea that a lot of times we do feel or we do call Mm -hmm. work our family and that's like a pretty common thing yeah Um, yes
0: especially right now i feel like
1: yeah and so i was uh, and and this is a thing like he said that and i i know that people really felt felt or probably still feel that our company is their family Mm -hmm. um but Years ago, I made a like very specific culture change around that concept.
0: I remember that actually. <laughs> remember when you did that?
1: Yeah, but I kind of had you know like so many things in my life, I kind of forgot I did that. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Short-term memory loss. Right? It's a, it's real.
1: So I thought, like, let's talk about. Yeah, that's a really good topic idea of mm-hmm. like. Work and it feeling like family, or should it mm-hmm. feel like family, or like what's the pros and cons of that?
0: Yeah, you know it's super interesting. Last a couple weeks ago, um, I always read the Harvard Business Reviews. I just mm-hmm. love those mm-hmm. articles; they're so interesting. And there was a really interesting article um, in one of those that was referring to people's perspectives of their coworkers and their and their work being family. Mm-hmm. And this assertion in from the perspective of the article was um, work is not your family and it's actually not healthy Mm. to think about it like your family. And I thought that was very interesting because um, there's so many things that push to make it seem like it's a really, really good thing.
1: Oh, yeah. So first, like we spend like, I don't know, like what, like a third of our lives at work. Mm -hmm. Like I spend more time with my work colleagues mm-hmm. well and certainly there's been periods of time where i spent more time with them than my 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 yeah, my you're... nuclear family right mm-hmm. right so we spend an amazing amount of time at work mm-hmm. um a lot of those times those like relationships are you know like they're my friends right yeah and yeah. and and a lot of times they are very emotional right like we're going through a hard thing together mm-hmm. that really bonds you together right yeah so you get a lot of family like feelings.
0: Yeah. Connectedness
1: with, with yeah. Connectedness with your with your colleagues.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, and I, oh, yeah, I, I think, no, I was just going to say, I agree. I agree with you. And I think that if you are, uh, someone who is, well, there's a number of things, lonely, mm-hmm. um, lacking family near you, either through geography or any other reason. Um, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you would feel drawn to creating a nuclear family at your work.
1: Yeah. And the friends thing, totally. It's like, yeah, like for, for, um, you know, there's been periods in my life where like, I like my friends are my work colleagues. Cause I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, you don't have yeah, a lot of spare time. I don't time. have. I don't have any spare time. I don't. Yeah, have time to go find other friends. Does that work? Listen to the tone of voice. You're such an introvert right now. <laughs> I don't time to find other friends.
0: I can't not find new friends. I have new friends all the time.
1: Right. <laughs> every every time you go to the grocery store, I like friend. how
0: you are just building off of this idea, and you are getting really right in your rightness. I don't have
1: time for that. <laughs> hey, ain't nobody got time to make new friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna have the ones that I've already had. Hey, have you ever
1: um have you ever, <laughs> uh, ever have you ever been to referred to as or, or referred to someone else as like um, you know like your work wife or your work husband?
0: Yes, I've called you my work husband. <laughs> yes. that's true. So
1: there's another funny blurring of the lines, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is hilarious i totally forgot about that yeah i guess i too have short-term memory problems
1: <laughs> but you'll hear people say that all the time like yeah oh, well my work my work yeah. life like yeah. we yeah. did this today yeah right? <laughs> kind of like <laughs> i've always thought that was so weird
0: <laughs> especially in that guy, the way that you just did it with that tone of voice is so weird <laughs>
1: So,
0: okay, so okay, yeah, so and we, got back to the mix, topic. we got all this
1: like <laughs> weird mixed up language we use, <laughs> right. and there's all this emotional stuff happening happening at work. But like some of the things about family, like from a values perspective, yeah, are good, right? Yes, like, agreed. Yeah, like caring for one another, mm-hmm. like helping each other out. Yeah, um, maybe like being more empathetic.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Those I agree. Are, those, those parts of like my colleagues are my family are good.
0: Yeah, and generally. I. You know what I was just going to say is I'm um, right now running a program for 110 leaders for the year. It's a really fun program, and we one of the exercises we did was a core values exercise where mm-hmm. everybody exchanged what their core values were, and I, we may have talked about it in the pod a few months ago. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, one thing that's come out of that over and over and over and over again, even as recently as this week. Is um, one of the folks from that program has mul- said multiple times, and many others from the program have said this, that it really made them feel more connected to their coworkers. Mm. And it did make them feel so good because they couldn't believe how many core values they all shared. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like those things, we're seeking connectedness with other human beings. That's, yep. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. So, yes, core values is definitely one of them. I think, oh, go ahead. I I was just going to say, I I think another one that comes to mind for me is um, this feeling of support, you know, like Mm. if something's bothering you, you're not feeling good, maybe your family doesn't, maybe your family is too invested Mm -hmm. in what's bothering you. And so they have really strong opinions that don't match yours or certainly don't make you feel better. And a lot of times you can go to work and you can tell the narrative in a way that makes you feel good. Mm. And you get a false sense of connect, not a false sense, but it's not the same level of connectedness with coworkers because Mm -hmm. you can tell them just the parts that really make you feel like that's what you need to hear Mm
1: -hmm. from them. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. And it really makes you feel like they're a family.
1: Yeah. 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 And a lot of times, um, again, like you, you, sometimes you get like a bit more respect from your coworkers, a little bit they're Mm -hmm. a little bit more cordial with you as maybe you're like Mm -hmm. going over you know some you know thing happening in your life um where your family might just cut (sighs) a little straighter to the chase and just be like hey you know what you're full of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you're full of it yeah yeah
0: yeah um
1: so so that's interesting what's the downside like what's the what's Mm -hmm. the other side of of thinking that your colleagues are your family
0: well i actually think um first of all what before we even go into that part i was just gonna say i think employers have a lot to do with this right now mm. in terms of how they are wanting that narrative to sound
1: mm-hmm.
0: come join our team we are a family Mm-hmm. You know, stay here at this company. We're a fam. We treat people like family. Like you, you hear that a lot as an advertisement, or somebody as a spokesperson for an organization talking about how wonderful that is. Um, so there's a lot of things that are adding to that narrative that work is family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not just employees showing up hoping they get that. Mm. It's employees creating it, and it's employers creating it.
1: Well, that's where I was going to flip to, like the the sort of negative side of it exactly because now I, we
0: can enter into that <laughs> yeah right
1: i think employers use that mm-hmm. as a tactic yes. and not a good one like in a mm-hmm. in a in a harmful way
0: right even if they are well intended because i think that there is that i think there is that intention for it to be well intended often
1: i agree that that it probably is well intended but it's not well thought out no because the, or executed or executed. yeah yeah because if you the the again from like the values perspective yeah what are the what are the other values of being in a family right be like loyalty mm-hmm. <laughs> right like mm-hmm. maybe doing things you don't want to do because you're supporting the family right unconditional love unconditional love like that really does not poor, exist in the workplace poor boundaries mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um or at least the mm, flexing of boundaries you mm-hmm. know like yeah um, and those can be completely like frankly exploited yeah. by an employer
0: yeah. It creates a lot of dysfunction in the workplace. It Mm -hmm. can create a lot of dysfunction in the workplace. So I, I, and I agree with you. I've seen this over and over again. And it actually puts people over a barrel sometimes because they feel like they have to choose. They have to choose Mm. loyalty in a way that is not appropriate to have to
1: choose. Yeah, 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 it's ripe for inappropriateness. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, (laughs) in many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The level of intimacy Mm -hmm. that you have or encourage with people at work um, with this guise of oh it's okay we're all super close yeah um, that c- can cause a lot
1: of issues. Some people don't want that at their workplace, and right. a lot of times th- some you know that that sort of even oversharing yeah. is not helpful to like the organization. No, it's
0: super uncomfortable for people. Yep. The oversharer that just talks too much about. Oh, my gosh, yes. I was just reflecting (laughs) and I can't. I saw your mind just like freewheeling on all of the inappropriate (laughs) things you get to hear. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I can't even share the example that came to my mind because it's so crude. I'm not going to. I'm going to zip it and we'll move on. Um, But, yeah, I do think. And and you know what else? Um, Here's the other thing I think that's very interesting to consider with this topic is how your age affects how you perceive what this means
1: mm. okay. tell me more about that like we so, talked about generations a yes. few episodes yep. back but you're, you're you're saying yeah there's probably some generational differences here
0: yes because if you say to somebody that's in their 40s or 50s mm-hmm. this environment is like a family right mm. they're using that example and that phrase in a way that is supposed to Um, give you a reference point to something that you already have Mm -hmm. right and the experience to know oh okay what they mean is it's a tight you know people are pretty tight around here and they don't uh, oftentimes even just like if we speak in age categories uh, people in their 40s and 50s aren't probably going to take that as gospel and think oh you actually mean This will replace Mm -hmm. what I've got going. I don't think that that's um, as much that that can happen as with the younger generation. So now take a take what we were talking about with um, Gen X and millennials. So do you remember that was there was that article we did um, on our pod? I don't know when, but about how the different um, social the way people look at work, depending on their Mm -hmm. age the younger people are looking for their workplace to be everything for them right their oh, right. social yep. outlet their um their political outlet there mm-hmm. that's where they get their that's where they get their money and it, they treat that workplace as the full responsibility for their overall mm. well-being and humanness mm-hmm. so you put this conversation into that mix and it can become really off-kilter really fast
1: yeah it sounds very muddy yeah. yeah yeah
0: because a, a younger person that is, has is watching the world the way that it is right now with all of the upheaval, looking for a place to feel like they can find someone that connect is connected to them on a deeper level
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they hear, oh, this place is like a family yeah. it gives them a very false sense of security, yeah very false sense of security
1: yeah yeah when so as an employer, we had we definitely had this culture of like we are a family Mm -hmm. and you know when you're like a small startup it's really easy to do that
0: yeah and when everyone's in pajama pants
1: (laughs) (laughs) our family is very casual (laughs) Um, so but what what would what would happen um what i the the most kind of devastating thing that would happen from this uh, work is family positioning. Mm-hmm. Is if you had to offboard someone, yeah, like you were like literally kicking them out of the family, right? Yeah, lots of people took that very, very, very personally, like very core. Yeah, and when when a lot of times the reason that you know maybe that individual needed to leave was. Uh, because we ran out of money and we needed to lay people off and it was Mm -hmm. like you know the company Mm -hmm. has to survive right or they outgrew the position and they needed to like leave the nest right actually that probably happened more often than um than than the other but like you know people outgrow their positions
0: yes, right and well there's a lot of reasons why it's time for people to leave jobs
1: right they're just but this idea that like i felt you know and uh, I felt like, hey, uh, you know, the kids have grown up. Time to leave yeah. the nest.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: they felt like they were being, like, kicked Ostracized. out of the family. I felt we were, like, supporting them to their next adventure. Um,
0: <laughs> you're sounding a little, you just, the way you just said that.
1: <laughs> I'm sounding Your a little sound- what?
0: <laughs> like you're just trying. You're just trying to feel better about the whole thing, but I'm saying uh, you don't have to feel good or bad. It's just reality.
1: Yeah, it is well, reality.
0: People do leave jobs for a number of reasons, and that's totally normal and totally real and yeah. fair.
1: Well, when they choose to leave versus when they are yeah, yeah. asked, asked to leave, to leave. is a different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. when when we would move people out um, with yeah. that family um, culture, it was like fairly devastating
0: to so, everybody can you talk a little bit about that what ha- what could you in generality can you speak to what how was it devastating what was the aftermath
1: well so the aftermath was really like so the person who got offboarded, like really was like resentful mm-hmm,
0: right like mm-hmm, why mm-hmm.
1: did they kick me out of the fan why did they kick me out right they felt mm-hmm. rejected
0: Rio, there it is yep right yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so like they had a safe, fun place that they liked to go to where all of their friends and family were, and then they got kicked off of that. Mm, Kicked Um, off the island. Yep. So that was bad. Mm -hmm. The people still in the company were resentful because they were like, uh, why did you kick a brother off out of the family? Right. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. A brother or a sister out of the family. Like, that's not cool. That was a good person. Right. Like, yeah yeah they were a good person. They just outgrew their job, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: or the job outgrew them, or like whatever it happened to be. so mm-hmm. there those were the emotions that were were tough. And then, um frankly, like with that with that orientation, it's like it's like a parent-child relationship almost. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's a mm-hmm. little weird. Yeah, weird. I, yep.
0: Yeah, well, and I was going to say that too, because I was asking you to just to d- define some of those feelings on either side, because, you know, when people are asked to leave their roles for whatever reason, downsizing or poor performance or time to whatever the reason, of course, they have those feelings anyway. Like mm-hmm. they usually can feel quite resentful. Maybe they're also a little relieved. I mean, there's a lot of emotions and feelings, I think that are very normal. However, when you have this whole premise of it being a tighter more emotional connection through family it creates a bigger thing mm-hmm. it's way more emotion it's way more um and and i'm just curious what the long term effects of something like that would be i mean <laughs> and but i think it's just but this but no but my point is is that when we have these unrealistic expectations that our emotional needs will be taken care of by those that are not mm. invested in us in the same way that those that love us truly yep. are. Um, it creates an unrealistic resentment, perhaps, or unrealistic emotions that the person carries with them into the next place. Yep. And there's an opportunity to feel bitter and angry, and to blame, and to blame. A scenario, rather than taking your own inventory and saying, "You know what? It was time for me to go."
1: Yep. Oh, that's uh, yeah. From my experience, the blame your employer uh, (laughs) is very clear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And when I say that, I was the employer. (laughs) Yes, I did pick that up. I'm sure everybody's (laughs) picking
0: that up. Well, and I can hear too, it's like, I think this topic is even just a little harder for you because you've real. you just had this conversation with an employee, yeah. you know, yeah, an ex-employee yeah. and, um, and you do start kind of like back playing all of these things. And, and I'm just telling you, this is all normal stuff that happens in business all mm-hmm. day long. People leave jobs all day long. Yep. People are asked to leave jobs for poor performance or downsizing or move to a different role or whatever it is. Um, all the time and and yet when we have a a poor emotional fence in our workplace it becomes even a bigger impact to our self-esteem than I think is I almost want to say appropriate but that sounds cold I don't mean it to sound cold I don't mean it to sound that way but I think that's what that's what happens I think that happens all the time
1: I think for like I'm sure in your experience, definitely in my experience, every time we've had an employee like uh, move like beyond our company,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's better for them.
0: Oh, absolutely. Of course it is. Every single yeah. time. Everyone always mm-hmm. thinks
1: it's like, oh, I lost my job. Yeah. And now the whole world's going to fall apart. Well, like 100% of the time so far. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've moved like 100 people out. <laughs> mm-hmm like over the years uh, yeah over the years and every time it's like way better for them so this idea because that's a moment right like it's just a moment in your life and yeah um
0: but again coming back to this whole concept of family at work this premise of you know is is this good is this bad what are the upsides and what are the downsides i mean we've spent quite a bit of time here on this conversation talking about those downsides of when someone leaves the family um but I think there's other downsides in, in, the, in the being in the role still if you have this premise of we're all family because I think it also prevents people from being able to be authentic and honest if there's mm-hmm. a bad situation or if something happens or if somebody does something that's inappropriate or not exactly what they were supposed to for the job or something isn't going well or oh, the apartment yeah. isn't doing well. I like, mean,
1: there's a bunch of reasons. Covering. Covering. Like we all cover. Like how many times did you like – um, Sorry, I can't ask you that. I was like, how many times did you cover for your, for your sibling when they did something bad? Sorry. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm an only child. Rub it in again. Mrs. Parker. JJ's picking on me.
1: But, you know, there's a lot of times where, like, growing up, you'd cover, you know, uh, people yeah. would cover for their yeah. their, their siblings. Yeah. Um, and doing yeah. that at work is not great. That's not great. a good that's not right. a thing you want to foster. Right. Um, yeah. For for me, I want to get, like, all the problems out as transparently as possible, as yeah, fast as exactly. possible. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, it's, again, though, on the upside of it, you can see how all of this starts, and it feels mm-hmm. really good at the beginning. Yep. It feels really good. There's a lot of, there are benefits to having that those feelings at work, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just... How much awareness do you have? Do we have to be able to recognize what our yep. own emotional fences are?
1: So, do you want to switch into like uh, maybe a, a better way to frame our work situation? Sure, <laughs> you got ideas. Yes. <laughs> oh well, well, let's hear. So, specifically, um, kind of recognizing that I had this like overly family-oriented culture mm-hmm. or family say family-oriented family idealistic family culture yeah um Mm -hmm. we shifted into like a we're a sports team kind of culture right Mm. like we're bringing talent together we're assembling a team and that team is purpose driven like we're focused on a purpose (laughs) Mm -hmm. um not Mm -hmm. just on the like sort of togetherness Mm -hmm.
0: um that's very interesting so
1: so shifting to like a more team mentality and and having that team drive at a purpose. Yeah. Uh like to me creates a, a more healthy work culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Because in a team, you do have a single focus of something. Mm-hmm. You figure out everybody has their own roles and positions. Yep. You have to rely on each other's roles and positions mm-hmm. to make that occur. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So there it's like um uh and even with a sports team, right? Like sports teams, like players get traded, players mm-hmm. move sure. positions, player, you know, and there's like players, just better yeah. like definition around who's doing what, what are you accountable for, how do yeah. all the puzzle pieces fit together? Um and and really like from a performance perspective, it becomes like a clearer conversation (laughs) like Mm -hmm. on our team we need this kind of player you're not being this kind of player so we need to get a better player in this position it's not you know it's less about like sort of you and being kicked off of out of the family it's more about like your position on the team
0: right yeah yeah that is a much healthier outlook for an employer perspective no doubt about that and actually so how can an employee even in an environment where they're told that this is a family environment um, and, by the way, you know, the other thing we haven't even mentioned is family-owned companies. No, that's even Using worse. That, <laughs> it is so much worse. If a family-owned, oh, I should be careful how I say that. If a family-owned company. <laughs> yeah,
1: watch, watch yourself. Well, as... <laughs> here's
0: what I mean when I say it's worse. That fa- Every family has its own culture. Mm-hmm. Okay? If a family truly an actual family owns a company, they have a culture and the company has a culture that is based on the family's culture, not on the company's culture. Mm -hmm. Okay. So even if the company has a premise of having its own culture, Mm -hmm. it will follow if the family is still involved in the business, I Mm -hmm. should say, you know, if they're still active in the business, it follows the family dynamic and the family culture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that is another, we didn't even get to talk about that sorry for the little side trip there but i wanted to just make mention of that because i think that's also a thing
1: yeah yeah no but we, i think in, we see that all the time yeah like in those kinds so of businesses
0: yeah so i think I, I would just say that to me the whole key to this here in this discussion to find what your personal balance is is to decide what is it that your workplace does for you and those mm-hmm. relationships that are in that are very valuable we're not discounting the value of those right yeah. They're very important. Um, and just understanding what your emotional fences are, though. Yep.
1: There yeah. is uh, a line. The boundaries, like how, mm-hmm. what the boundaries are for you. Um, the other thing that I think was is interesting with a work place is like your family, like no matter what, doesn't go away. Yes, um, exactly. You're always sort of like bonded in a certain way. Yeah. But your, your, your work colleagues are temporary no matter what
0: no matter what They're,
1: like even if you have a 40 year long career during that career a whole huge probably like there's probably zero, well first if you have a 40 year long career at the same place probably zero yeah. people that started <laughs> are at the end right you might be the only one <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah um sorta of just like accepting the idea that um professional relationships are sorta of by nature temporary
0: yeah. that's so good. they might be
1: a year they might be five years They might be a wonderful 25 years but right. they're still temporary and especially like even if you did the 40 years like you and your buddy started on the same day you did your 40 years in corporate america and then you retire well boom there's the end right there yeah
0: your buddy's not coming <laughs> to your house every day right not typically so
1: you still might be great yeah. friends in retirement but it's not going to be the same like we spend eight hours a day together <laughs> right. kind of relationship probably not right
0: probably not <laughs> probably not oh, so a just accepting discussion. that these are
1: these are temporary mm-hmm. um and yeah. not to say don't put a lot of like care and love and support into those relationships but right. just accept that they are, are going to be different right exactly
0: and there are going to be particular people within your life that you will pick up along the way that will end up being very dear 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 relationships to you and it may be at mm-hmm. work and it may be somewhere else so i don't think we're talking about that i think we're just really speaking specifically about the philosophy of how you think about it
1: yeah yeah it's super totally. important well good did we accomplish this was an interesting conversation <laughs> no no
0: so we're, we're no <laughs> <laughs>
1: no yeah i think this i think it's good i think it, this is always i always hear i even heard one of our friends the other day refer to her colleagues as her work family and i was just like eh. Ooh. i do not want to get into it i'll send her this pod <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy this episode please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well.
0: Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.